On episode five of the Ring of Honor, the most iconic goals in Senators history. Your Locked On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back inside the Ring of Honor. I'm Ross Levitan alongside Brandon Piller and at Laleem's Martian is with us for episode five. I've got two wins. Martian has two wins. Pilsy, you got any? I've got the most second place finishes. How about that? That's better than me. I'm either first or last, it feels like. (laughs) There's no in between, but it was a no context, no contest last time. We did this. Episode four was the most hated villains in Senators history and leave it to the Martian to come up in a big way. 78% of the team voted in your favor. Martian, you have the mic. I needed a rebound after my performance in the one before this one where I only got (laughs) 5.8 votes. So I'll definitely take this. I mean, just sheer dominance, fellas, over you guys in this one. Uh, And I think the only reason for that is just, you know, I said on the last podcast, nobody knows villains like me, especially when it comes to the Sens villains. Do you think you had this wrapped up after your 1-1 pick of Eugene Melnick, or was it later on that you had this in the bag? I think just all around, I I did a really solid job, but I do think that the shock and awe of taking Eugene Melnick with my first pick kind of, you know, right away, you know, made my list have like an eye-popping name on it. So uh, it's a little bit of both. I I think I just rounded out my team really nicely after that really good first pick. Yeah, I mean, uh, you had the right strategy for that, Martian. I, uh, like, you went off emotion. I went off kind of statistics and big moments. And I, I loved my first half, and then the second half I was... I was just trying to think of guys that played against the Sens a lot or have scored against the Sens a lot. That doesn't necessarily make you a villain. So I got to get back to the drawing board on this one and go for emotions rather than stats. You guys know me. I'm a big stats guy. Well, Pilsy, a lot of people said if you'd picked your honorable mentions as your bottom two picks, you would have done better. Pat Seeloff, you reached into your bag for that one. Yeah, and that's the thing. That that was a good one that had emotion where I should have went for that one. So I'm, I'm going to try to really stick to... How are fans going to react when they see this? Not because you're not going to look up stats after. It's just all about immediate reaction when you see the Ring of Honor uh, graphic. So we'll, we'll see how this goes. And this is a bit of a contentious topic. Best goals in Senators history was recommended to us by Madden, our mm-hmm. Central Citizen, from this Wednesday. Reminder, you can subscribe on Locked On Senators. Five days a week shows, plus the Ring of Honor. All sorts of great content. And Martian is unveiling Martian Media today, Monday, golf content dropping with Tyler Boucher. We'll talk about that at the end of the show. I want to get your take on this topic, though, Martian, because you've been chirping away in the group chat. Yeah, listen, it's it's definitely not my favorite topic. I feel like there's a lot more kind of more fun areas we could go into. I find it hard to like, you know, I know we're doing the most memorable goals, but like not everyone's going to be able to picture the exact play we're talking about for all of these. Or maybe they will if, if you know, if, if they're as good as they're supposed to be. Gonna say, type yeah. of thing. I think I got a pretty solid list here. I didn't, I'm not going to lie. I didn't do a ton of research for this one. I think I've learned with the Ring of Honor here. You just kind of got to go with your gut. Okay. 
And with that, you get the choice of who goes first, second, and third. I do get that choice, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go with this order here. It's gonna be me going first overall. It worked for me last time. Although last time I got to choose, I put myself first overall as well, and it didn't work for me. So I'm one and one <laughs> with the with the picking first overall. So hopefully I can you know keep it going the right way here for myself. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the one one pick here. Ross, you're going to take the second overall pick, and then that leaves Pilsy in the three-hole where he'll get to select twice in a row at the end of the snake draft. And with that said, Martian, is there a 1-1 above all else in your yes. mind? I mean, yeah, in my there opinion, is. there is. Yeah, there is. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to play game show host here. It's true. Okay. Martian, lead us off with the obvious first overall pick. Yeah, and this is super obvious. I'm not going to go into crazy detail with it. It's it's the Daniel Alfredson uh, overtime winning goal in uh, 2007 to put the Sens into the finals for the first time on Ryan Miller in a one-on-three play. I believe Brian Campbell was on the ice and very involved in that, trying to get a stick in there on Alfie, but that shot got through, and that that was a great goal to put the Sens into, uh, into the Stanley Cup finals for the first time in franchise history. So super iconic and memorable. Everybody's going to know that one. Yeah, that, that's the easy 1-1. One, one. I mean, uh, arguably the biggest goal in Sens history, too. Not just most memorable or most iconic. Like, there, there's nothing that had more implications on uh, this franchise really- than finally making it to the Stanley Cup Finals. And an OT winner, nonetheless. Uh, I think that's one, Ross, every time we bring it up on the show, we always talk about where were you when this happened. Like, everybody has their where were you moment with that goal afternoon game too and you just back to dean brown's call one on three not great odds and then they go to the stanley cup final amazing moment and leave it to daniel alfredson i believe at that point he was leading the stanley cup playoffs in goals despite ottawa ending the first and second and third round series all in five games so they barely played but when they did man they were unreal iconic for sure the one one pick martian good stuff there that leaves me at number two and I've got to go with another playoff moment. One, two, three shifts in to their first game in Boston. They're tied at one in the series. They had that big OT game in game two. But Eric Carlson gets the puck behind his own net and proceeds to put a 120-foot saucer pass, 10 feet in the air. It lands on a dime at the offensive blue line. Hoffman stays onside, then goes in and doesn't just snipe. He does the Forsberg one hand on his stick around to Karask. I mean, as iconic as it gets, not only for Senators fans, that's an iconic goal in NHL history. Yeah, it's it's what like even with no context, like that could have been a preseason rookie tournament goal, whatever you want. Like you can water it down as much as possible. That is one of the most beautiful hockey goals ever scored. Like that that was my my number two as well. And what's hilarious, I was watching it back, and Zach Smith does a little, like, tip play to put the puck on Carlson, the easiest secondary assist of all time. (laughs) Yeah, what a way to get your name etched in the history books on that one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's in that position not thinking that Carlson's going to throw a a 60-foot UFO (laughs) pass up in the air. Um, That's And then, I mean, the finish on that one was amazing. So, nice pick, Ross. I think you're going to get, you know, a lot of recency bias on that one, too, because everybody, that one's fresh in everyone's mind as well. So, nice pick. Nice Mar- Martian pandering the pick down. Big time. Big time. You can't. It's literally an iconic goal in I'm, NHL I'm, history. I'm so, not. I'm, I'm not. I, that's nothing. 
Okay. I'm calling it Carlson to Hoff. Carl to Hoff 2017 because we got to be um, we have to be concise with these the the verbiage here on yeah. our graphics. So I have Alfie wins ECF Eastern Conference Final 2007. I want to have the year in there for all of them, and then just a short descriptor. Um, Pilsy, your first pick, third overall, and you've got two picks here as we always do a snake draft style. Okay, I I think I like uh, the process of this, so I'm gonna stick to the playoffs 2017. It's up against the New York Rangers, double overtime, game two, and Pajot scores his fourth goal of that game. That's absolutely sick. Four goals, that's absolutely sick. Two chicken parms. The only question now is where are they going to build the statue? Like the the quotes out of that goal are crazy. Um, For it to be a moment like that, the Pajot chants were were wild. Like just, and I love that goal because you're watching it. It's a two-on-one. And do you guys remember who was the other player with them on that two-on-one? Tommy Wingles. Tommy Wingles. So what is that New York Rangers defenseman doing blocking the pass? You like Pajot looks over. He's like, "Oh, it's Tommy. I'm so gonna he, shoot." <laughs> so he closed his eyes. There's a shot of Pajot with his eyes closed. Yeah, like and just rips it top cheese on Lungfist. He tries to do the flash, the leather doesn't even come close. The king, yeah, right. Sit down, dethroned. Pajot gets the game winner. Just all you have to do is watch that video and ask people that were there, and it, it's iconic. I've heard yeah. it's the loudest the CTC's been. Ah. Uh... Maybe a bit of recency bias. That's what, that's what people definitely say. Because if you if you remember, the Sens were down 5-2 in that game, and Pajot yeah. scored every single goal for them to come back. Like, that's classic Pajot. So clutch. What a performer. And the two chicken parms. Don't forget those, Pilsy. Yeah, that's a, that's a great call out as well. That's absolutely sick. <laughs> two chicken parm. So good. Thought yeah. I ate too much. <laughs> yeah, so that – that was my number. That was my number three. So I'm glad uh, that landed and it came to me. So now, I just like to say my number three still available. Nice, nice. Um, my, number, my number two is still available. Whoa. Okay. Well, hey, I got another pick here, guys. Come on. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go. So this one isn't necessarily. This is all about the highlight reel. It's not about the moment. It's not about the context or anything like that. But if we're talking memorable goal. Every Sens fan will remember this goal. It played on highlights over and over. It was a part of every like commercial break pack going in and out of games. Jason Spezza versus the Montreal Canadiens inside and out one on three. And then he does the backhand top shelf over Jose Theodore. Like that, like just picturing that goal. It's the one of the smoothest hockey plays I've ever seen. And that's just Jason Spezza being like, this is nothing for me. Like, I was thinking about doing a drop pass there, but instead I decided I would score. Absolutely beautiful goal. And up against the Habs, you love to see it. Is that 2006? 2005. I've got oh, it as 05, yeah. 05, 06 season. But yeah, okay. So I have uh, I have Spezza undresses Sure, 2005. Yeah. Pilsy, sure. you're starting off extremely strong here, as you usually do. So Yeah, yeah I know. I got to keep it together for this back half. I, that was that was my number two because nice. the, the title of this is memorable slash iconic, right? And as far as iconic goes, that one takes the cake in my opinion too. I, I remember watching that and just being wowed at how that puck ended up in the net. Yeah, that move is ridiculous. It's Gorgeous. like the best code drag you'll ever see. Yeah, I changed it to Spets a clown Surrey 2005. I like undresses, <laughs> but if it's too long, then I get it. People will get it. 
Okay, so that leaves me. Okay, well, I have to go with my, my number three overall pick here. I'm liable to go Michael, take your pick. Jackson, Tyson, Hoffman, game six. The game-winning goal <laughs> on Matt Murray in that home game, the final home game of the 2017 playoff run. Sens fans might remember they gave up the first goal in that game. Didn't lead until that moment. Bobby Ryan tied it on a power play. And then in the third period, Hoffman comes over the line, maybe takes the slowest windup I've ever seen. The puck moved like five feet while he was winding up. And then it goes post and in, sends win the game. CTC goes wild. Final goal at home during that playoff run. Un- unbelievable goal and had the meaning to it as well. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. I like it. I think you especially like it just because of that uh, Jay Z edit we did. I mean, it was, it was epic. Uh, throwback to making sense of the sense day, but uh, yeah, that's a nice one, definitely. Yep, I think that one made everyone's list as well. So that's that's a good pick, Ross. Very solid, kind of a uh, you know bread and butter pick there by you. I'm Very just safe. going. I'm going nice and clean here with my first two, and then I'll, I'll spice it up. I'll spice it up afterwards. All right. Well, I guess it's my turn to start spicing it up here with my next pick. And I'm going to go with a kind of similar situation and, and goal as, as you, Ross. Definitely involves Eric Carlson. I'm not sure if you remember. I think it was it must have been game two or three against the Bruins where he circled, you know, the entire offensive zone and came across and fed a seam pass right across to Derek Broussard for the game winner in overtime. Yeah. That was – oh, I know. Sorry. That was to tie it in the third period. My mistake. That was to tie it in the third period very late. There was like two minutes left in the game. Seven or eight, but yeah. I think it was two minutes left. Yeah, no, there was eight minutes left in the game. Two Are you times sure about four. That? Yeah, yeah, I watched the clip. That was a very memorable goal anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely going to take that one still. Uh, no problems with that. And if you remember, too, that was right after him and Broussard were having a big FU match on the bench as well. So there was like everybody's like, what's going on between them? What's going on between them? And then the pass came across and the goal and the smile and then the celebration where Broussard dogpiles on top of Carlson. Everybody's like, listen, they're going to be OK. So uh, I really like that goal. I think that was classic, you know, Eric Carlson 2017 domination in, the, in that playoff series. So gonna- everyone. Everyone was like, dude, don't jump on Carlson. The guy's playing with a broken heel. Can you get off of him? Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, 12 minutes and 15 seconds left in the third period when he made that move. So not quite two minutes to tie. Okay. There was a two in there somewhere. <laughs> still sick. Still still sick goal for sure. Yeah, that's uh, a good one. And, and how about the fact that he goes like on his backhand? Like he's going to the left side of the ice as a right-handed shot. So then he has to pivot his entire body and he gets – so much zip on that pass. It was ridiculous. It and and I love re-watching that and watching all five players on the other team looking at Carlson. Like, no one's even thinking about covering their man, their zone, uh, watching anybody going back door. No one. All five guys are watching Carlson. I mean, rightfully so, but, like, come on. Uh, Debrinket heals that, by the way. On the one time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that's hitting glass. The post. But, yeah, Broussard couldn't have been any more open on that play. No. But he also, like, that's a hard pass to be able to one-time it the way he did. So I think we got to give a little stick tap to Derek Broussard. I know everybody focuses on Carlson, rightfully so. But, man, Brass on that one, unbelievable play to get that one going. So great pick, Mar- or great pick Martian. I like that one a lot. I think that uh, all of us have some great picks. And out of six picks, only one in the regular season so far. Will that trend continue? Or are we going to spice it up here come second half 
of this Ring of Honor. We will get back to that before, but Pilsy, you got to tell the people about our friends at the FanDuel Sportsbook, the number yep. one sportsbook of Locked On. Oh, Ross, he took the words right out of my mouth. Not only is it the number one sportsbook of Locked On, it's the number one sportsbook in North America. That Ooh. is FanDuel. And if you guys are looking to get some action on baseball, there's no better time than now. Things are heating up. You can take your first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bets amount of bonus bets up to 200 bucks. So, Math guy, 20 bucks, you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. As a guy that's been losing Ring of Honor over and over, I like to hear that whether you win or lose, you still get the bonus bets. I love it. On an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, you get paid instantly. Nothing like getting those green numbers in your account right after you get the win. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. All right, welcome back to the Locked On Senators podcast. It is the Ring of Honor, Episode 5. And a reminder that you can follow the show on Twitter at Send Central. Make sure you're following at Laleem's Martian as well. You can follow us on Instagram, LockedOn.Senators. Subscribe on YouTube, LockedOnSenators, and Martian-Media. We'll discuss Martian's first piece of content at the end of today's Ring of Honor. But I've seen the sneak peek. It is awesome. And uh, it's going to be a nice little boost to the Martian media brand. But... Before we get back to our ring of honor, we should also take a peek at how we got here. We always like to do a bit of a recap here at the halfway mark as I make sure that we're we're looking nice and sharp here on the uh, on the graphic. Bang. Got it. So if you're watching on YouTube, which you can do, of course, this is available in audio form as well. Bang. There we have it. The ring of honor graphic so far. My team is Carlson to Hoffman. In game three against the Boston Bruins 2017, and then Hoffman game six. Ross loves Hoffman. Those were the two most iconic moments from that playoff run. Maybe I'll throw in the Pajot for fourth goal in there as well, but I'm happy I got the recency of the last playoff run in there, and now I can get spicy. Pilsy, you've got the Pajot four goal game and... And I've got Spezza clowning Surrey and going top cheese on Theodore backhand. I love that goal. Yeah, and I've got the Alfie winning the Eastern Conference Final to put the Sens in the final for the first time in 2007. And I've also got uh, Carlson to Broussard in 2017 in the third period. And Martian, it's right back to you. Yes, it is. And uh, as, I, as, I quickly scrambled to, as I quickly scramble to change the title, if people saw in the graphic, it's still last title. But this is all part of the beauty of the Ring of Honor. Oops. That's okay, Ross. I don't think anyone would have noticed unless you just pointed it out. But now that now they know. But I know I'm, a, I'm a little torn here right now uh, with this pick. I, there's one in particular that I don't think is going to make it all the way back around to me that I, I I think I really want on my on my roster. So I'm going to go there. And this is a little different than uh, you know. It's kind of similar in a way I think to uh, Pilsy's pick with the with the Surrey dangle and Spezza. And I'm going with Tim Stutzla's first ever NHL goal nice. uh, yep. for my for my next pick. Obviously, uh, you know, pretty iconic goal. Even though it was in, I believe, a losing effort in the third period, it was to make it three to two. This goal was, um, but yes, uh, Tim Stutzla, you know, the puck rises high into the air, and he's kind of in that OV shooting area, except for on the other side. 
um, in that circle, and he just pounds this thing straight out of midair, um, and that's to beat or that's to score on the Leafs too for his first NHL goal. I think this goal definitely stands alone as an extremely iconic uh, Senators goal in their history. Yeah, I, I like that pick a lot. And the only thing I'll say is that no crowd really kind of spoiled it for me. Like the fact mm. that it's an empty CTC, like could you imagine the oh. crowd if the and the uh. hype? that surrounded Tim Stutzel. They had just put out that breakaway, um, you know, behind the scenes of him coming to Ottawa for the first time and getting off the plane, but COVID had to ruin again. Yeah, extremely good point. Uh, and there you go again, bringing down my picks, Ross. How dare you? I did <laughs> sweetly, though, because I do think that the, the goal itself, like if that's yeah. in front of a packed CTC, I'm waving my arms running up and down the aisle. Like I'm having an oh, yeah. pass especially against the Leafs. And uh, what did Jack Campbell, the, goal, the goalie for the Leafs at the time, say after the game? He's like, I just wanted to shake his hand after the game and tell him how good that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was incredible. What a, what a way to score your first NHL goal. And that's a guy who's, you know, he's going to end up a sentence legend by the end of, you know, when all things are said and done. So I think that one could, you know, still even gain further notoriety as an iconic Senators goal as we go along here. Yeah, well, you can't win in the playoffs unless you make the playoffs. So this one's for the older generation out there. And for you youngins, I'll educate you on Steve Shane sending the Senators to the playoffs for the first time. I went back and our boy, Sens Chirp, posted a uh, kind of step-by-step of how Ottawa made the playoffs for the first time. This article was super cool. I recommend everyone going to read it. The Sens needed to win their final three games of the year to make the playoffs. They went into Detroit, second last game of the year. Detroit won the cup that year in 97, and they beat the Wings. They came home, and Dominic Hasek and the Buffalo Sabres were waiting for them. Buffalo was dominating on the shot clock. Ron Tugnut standing tall. Steve Duchesne just walks over the line, rips one past Dominic Hasek, and it's the only goal of the game. one nothing. game 82. They clinch playoffs for the first time in franchise history. So I'm going to bring it back. Way further back. Our, our oldest uh, clip right now was 05. I'm bringing it back to 97. But, man, the Sens went 93, 94, 95, 96, no playoffs. It was about time. No excuses, kind of like the team has this year. So I'm going with Duke to Duchesne. Great call, too, by the voice, Dave Shriver. Yeah, that's definitely a good one. Uh, iconic call. Uh, I, I think – It'll be interesting to see how that plays on the graphic, if people are going to know that right away or if they're going to have to watch the clip and uh, be educated, like you said. But it is a great goal and getting to the playoffs for the first time, obviously a big moment. Yeah, yeah definitely a huge moment. Um, but like, like, I mean, like Pilsy just said, I think, I think you know, people's memories are going to be faded a little bit on that one. That's not going to be the first one that comes to their mind. I think that might hurt you a little bit. Yeah, well, what if it's the eighth one that comes to their mind? <laughs> that's all you can hope for <laughs> that's that's my eighth overall pick come on <laughs> oh boy okay these are my last picks here yep oh yep. man this is where it all comes crumbling down for me is, i gotta, I gotta stand cool. strong here but you know what i i feel really good about uh this pick here and uh martian I will allow you to say a recency bias on this, but I don't care because this was very memorable. And I'll put a different spin zone on what uh, we talked about for Martian's last goal. But I'm going with my guy, Evgeny Dadnov, overtime breakaway winner against the Toronto Maple Leafs in 2021. It was 5-1. 
Not only does Dadunov get the overtime winner, but he got the goal to tie it. And sure, Ross, you might say no crowd. That would have been so much better seeing all the sad Leafs fans and we feed off tears of Leafs fans. But I'll spin zone it this way. It meant more because there was no fans there because that was a time where the world, let's just be honest, sucked. Like there, like you can't go outside, you can't go uh, to a restaurant, you can't. It's illegal to get haircuts. Like you can't do anything. So all we're doing is sitting there, being like, "Oh my god, I can't wait for hockey." And then the Sens go down five one, and you're like, "Wow, this sucks." Boom. March the comeback, Evgeny Dadunov ties it up, and then that OT winner was just so classic. He's got all day. He scores. The team, that picture of the team, guys falling off the bench to go for the celly. Like, if we're talking memorable goals, that was arguably the most memorable goal of that season. And I believe you can correct me if I'm wrong, Ross, on this, but that was the largest comeback in Sens history, was it not? Easily. Yeah. It was 5-1. It was 5-1, and it's an OT winner versus the Leafs. So that's that's my next pick. I love it. I'm glad that one made it all the way down to me. <laughs> Hilarious. Always good laugh at the Leafs, especially Spets who was on that team that year. So I had to get the, the Spets a laugh in there as well. Good pick, Pilsy. Good pick, Pilsy. I had that on my list. Nice, nice. Martian, I got anything to say? Good, bad? Didn't make my list, but I, I don't I don't hate I don't hate the pick, but it didn't make my list. Okay. All right. That's fine. Uh, all right. F- final one for he- me here. This one, I'm going to go a little bit off the board. This one is more just like iconic context type thing. It's in the Guinness Book of World Records. Just going to put that out there. So not a big deal. Pretty memorable moment. I'm going to take us all the way back to 2005. Daniel Alfredson scoring the first ever shootout goal on the first ever shootout shot up against Ed Belfort and the Maple Leafs, and they end up winning that game. And maybe for for all the people that weren't NHL fans back in the day, but I remember vividly watching that being like, oh my God, it's going to a shootout. Like First game. Yeah, like, yeah, first game of the season. Dominic Hasek was in net for the Sens. I was like, there's no way they're losing this game. Alfie's up first. They're trying to, the commentators are like, oh, like, how are they going to decide who's going to shoot? Like, it's a totally foreign concept. And everyone's like, this is so weird, but so exciting because it's the first one. And Alfie, just absolute legend, just comes in, no deke. Nothing fancy, just pots it uh, low corner on Ed Belfort. Belfort's like, oh, man, well, I had no chance on that one. And uh, I remember that moment very well because it was just such a weird thing for a game to go to shootout and then for Alfie to be like, yeah, I'll I'll start this off the proper way here. Pilsy, I love you, buddy. But I don't like that one. I, another one that didn't make my list here. I it's think iconic, you have to, though, I will say. It yeah, it's really iconic, but you left a lot of meat on the bone. Alfie I, wins first. I, I, you know what, Martian, that's fine. Uh, but I stand by that pick. It's in the Guinness Book of World Records. Like, come on. True, that's true. You can't say the same about pretty much any of these other ones. So. <laughs> I'll give you that one. All right. Yeah, it was Alfie, right? Oh, it was Alfie, yes. Who else? Spezza and... Heatley scored the other two, or is that that wasn't the question? You just spent two. <laughs> Heatley and then uh, Alfie. I think they only needed two because I don't think Toronto. Right. Scored. I remember Jamie Allison, Jason Allison, whoever it was. Jason Allison. He yeah. he took like forty five seconds to come in. It was a joke. Yeah, that was part of that was part of that article. Like Alfie, absolute legend, scores first shot. Jason Allison, absolute buffoon, 
makes a mockery of the shootout. <laughs> mockery. <laughs> they didn't know what they were doing back then. They were no, like, they didn't. That's why it was so crazy. Like, it was like, what is this? Let the kids play. And they did. Okay, that's your that's your team, Belzy. I like it. I like it. You like your team? Okay. Actually, no, 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 I don't like it. I love it. You've left a lot for me. I just I, I'm nervous because I don't want to go with another historic moment. Yeah. I'm gonna save this as an honorable mention, even though it was like the loudest I've ever heard the CTC. But I also oh, oh. my god, between three. I'm between three. I'm between three. There's one in particular I'm hoping you don't take. Alfie's 400th goal. I'll take it. Overtime winner from Carlson. Iconic photo afterwards of Carlson being even more excited than Alfie was. He's like jumping up and down, shaking him. And I like this. It, it was the last milestone that Alfie hit with the Senators. He had already gotten to 1,000 points, finishes his Senators career with 426 goals, but that one in particular to win the game. And I believe it was not too long after Sundin had his 500th goal, also in overtime, also against Calgary. So it was like, you know, anything you can do, I can do as well. Uh, 100 goals less, but again, he played for the Nord. Best years of Sundin's career with the Nordiques. I'll stick with that one. But, <laughs> and well, Canucks. Yeah, and the Canucks. Canucks legend. Didn't he beat the Leafs in a shootout with Vancouver? I think he did. I remember that moment as well. I was watching with uh, Leafs fans, and I was loving that. That was sick. But when you think of, like, let's say, bromances in Senators history, Alfie and Carlson is right there, and that's the one moment yeah. that they had together that I think stands above all else. So I'll go Alfie's 400th career goal, OT winner against Calgary. Nice. Yeah, just a beautiful moment, Ross. One like time it. or two, and you know Alfie had the, the ceiling scratcher wind up on oh, that yeah. thing and just went right in. Yeah, and that's not the one uh, that I that I wanted to be left for me here. And I think in a way you might have handed me handed me this ring of honor Whoa. here to the overall lead because uh, I cannot believe that this goal is still here for us for me to take with the last overall pick in this draft. Okay. The year was 2002. It was game five of the Stanley Cup playoffs between the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Ottawa Senators. And, and this time there was two minutes left in the game, Ross. So you can <laughs> fact check that one because I got this one right. Daniel Elfordson hits Darcy Tucker from behind. Puck goes behind the net, finds Elfie out front, and he scores the what ends up being the game winner with two minutes left in the third period. Leaf fans are livid. That is a goal that everyone who is an Ottawa Senators fan should and would remember. So I, I like that I, I was able to land that puppy because that was an absolutely iconic moment and goal. 2002, you said? I believe so, yeah. I wasn't on my list, but it's a good pick. That is a good one. Yeah, that's a good last pick because they're – Again, Martian, you're going with the emotions. There was uh, emotions were at an all-time high there. Like the Leafs were losing their mind, and the Sens are just celebrating. Like you can't like the the duality of uh, ultimate victory and ultimate anger and defeat right there. So yeah, that's a good last one. No, that's a that's a real good pick. I'm actually I'm impressed with all of our picks. We still have some really good honorable mentions. Yeah. But before we get to those, though, I think we should take a peek at how we got here. As I, uh, I got to upload uh, the final graphic here. But why don't Pilsy, you, you got your team in front of you, or do you need to take a peek once I, uh, once I pull this up here? No, I, I got it. I can start us off. All right. Le- le- well, shouldn't Martian actually, if, if Martian has his in front of him? Because, Martian, you you did go first in this. Yeah, I, I can do mine. So, yeah, I uh, starting things off, I took Alfie, uh, game-winning goal, and, and to put the Sens into this 2007 Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, that was to win the Eastern Conference Finals. 
Then I have uh, Carlson pass to Broussard um, in the in the third period in the 2017 playoffs. And then I had uh, Tim Stutzler's first NHL goal in 2020. And then Alfie Smokes Tucker scores game-winning goal in 2002 um, as my list. Yeah, I like that. I went second. I had Carlson to Hoffman, the UFO pass in 2017 that finished with Hoffman doing the Forsberg on Tuka Rask. And I think that the, the important context of that is that the series was 1-1, and it was five minutes into the game in Boston. Imagine being a fan of the Bruins there, being like, what the heck did I just see? Then I've got Hoffman at home, game six, slap shot pass Murray, gives Ottawa the first and only lead they needed in that game six to force a game seven. I've got Matt Duchesne, Steve Duchesne. (laughs) Steve, don't call me Matt Duchesne. Playoffs for the Senators for the first time in game 82, just, I think those who were around then realized how big that moment was, 1997. And then I've got Alfie's 400th goal in 2011. Happened on uh, the eve of New Year's Eve, on uh, December 30th, 2011. So that was the pesky Sens year, and they were able to get the win there. And obviously, who else but Eric Carlson to put it on a tee? And Spezza was the other guy on the wing, too. So it was like the two eras of Alfie in Ottawa, or two of, no disrespect to Bonk and Hosa, that first era that he came in with, really. But... Um, yeah, love that. That's Those are my four picks here. And I do have some good honorable mentions, but Pilsy, your list. So I started things off with Pajot's fourth goal double overtime winner in the playoffs 2017. And then the arguably the smoothest goal of this entire list, Spezza clowning Surrey in 05. And I got to mention Dean Brown's call because I did it for Martians for Alfie. This is where he goes, oh, doctor, give me the needle. Yeah, yeah an classic. iconic call. Iconic call. Uh, Dadanov completing that it was 5-1 comeback. OT breakaway game-winning goal versus the Leafs. And then in the Guinness Book of World Records, Alfie scoring the first ever shootout goal and the first ever shootout shot in 2005. Hey, Martian, did you know that was in the Guinness World Book of Records? <laughs> I heard, yeah. <laughs> All right, honorable mention times. Uh, Pilsy, go ahead. Uh, one of uh, my honorable mentions, this is one of the first ones that popped into my head, but I wasn't sure if it was going to play. Uh, the tourist tap-in goal against the Jets when Spezza like goes that. around the entire team and tourist is just standing there with a stick on the ice and Spezza just hits him right on the tape and he just taps in like, that was the easiest goal I'll, I'll ever get. Yeah, I like that one. On that note, uh, speaking of Spezza, how about his end-to-end goal against Vancouver? Do you guys have that on your list? He started behind no. his net. He did a little dipsy-doodle. I think our West Coast Sens fans will remember that from uh, from the mid-2000s. It wasn't going to be one of my picks. Neither was this one. But do you guys remember Carlson used, took his protractor out and went off the boards and up to Milan McCulloch? No, man, this is one of mine. Against Washington? and that then On whole life, right? I think I was at that game. Then McCulloch takes his glove off and get, does the old yeah. Pilsy at the home opener while they're while they're doing Artem Zub. If you look at Pilsy, he's going like this. It was the same thing Milan McCulloch but was doing. That's one of my favorite goals, and I always have to chime in with the context of this because people think that Milan uh, McCulloch is doing that because he's like highlight real goal, highlight real goal. No, a couple shifts before that, 
he had the exact same breakaway opportunity, but he didn't score. And then he gets that he one and back. scores. So he's like, play it back. I got it this time. Like that's, yeah, that was, uh, I thought about going with that one for my last pick, but uh, I, I went for a Guinness Book of World Record pick. So. Here's, a, here's a big one, boys. Uh, Clark MacArthur scoring the game-winning goal in 2007 against the Bruins in game six. Yeah, 2017. Sorry, yeah, game six. Uh, I, I thought that was going to be someone's last pick. I thought about going that direction as well. I definitely that thought about it too. And then the other one, string a moment. I couldn't do three 2017 picks. Two was two <laughs> you could have filled your whole team with them because there was a lot of OT winners in yeah, that. Like you could have. Fanuf was yeah, one of mine as well. Uh, another OT winner in, in the playoffs that we left out of there that. That sticks in my memory just because the camera angle was so sick was Kyle Turris in 2012 on Lundquist. Yeah. Where he just rips that thing uh, yeah. over, the glove, over the glove side. And, yeah, that was just a sick camera angle because you can see it, like, right from the behind angle, and you can just see the puck hum right into the top shelf uh, the whole way in. So it was cool. Um, Alish Hemsky scored four goals with Ottawa. One of them was absolute highlight reel stuff. I yes. was at that game. It was on Ben Bishop in Tampa yep. where he just – danced around everybody it was unreal so i had that one as an honorable mention and these are these are the two that i considered with my final pick again a game the only game i was at during the hamburger run mark stone again that comeback when they were down three nothing against pittsburgh i thought i mushed the hamburger crosby scores 10 seconds into the game they go down three nothing they inch back i think hoffman scored in the third period then mark stone again to tie it and then in overtime, he goes skate stick, snipes past Flurry. They, uh, I think that was like game seventy nine, and they were like making their run. You could have also done steel snipe Sally, Mark Stone in game eighty two to clinch mm-hmm. the Hamburglar run in Philly. That was a big goal. Um, do you guys think this would have played? I just again, it's it's a lot of writing, but Chris Neal scoring the first home Stanley Cup final goal for the Senators, the only game they won during the Cup final. The building's never been louder than it was when he scored that goal. They got absolutely pumped in both games in Anaheim. They came back. They got shut out in game two. They didn't even score. So to score, to like open up the valve at home and they end up scoring five that night and win, that was a huge moment. But I just didn't know how well it would play on, on a graphic especially. Yeah, I think that that whole series kind of leaves a, a bitter taste in Sens yeah. fans' mouths. So I don't know if it, it would have done super well. And this is another one too that probably like wouldn't uh, would never be selected, but it's it's definitely a memorable goal. Do you guys remember when Peter Schaefer flipped the puck over Marty Turco? Yep, and then like bounced it out of midair as well. That was kind of like a like just a, just a goal you don't ever see. It was a super skilled play. So and especially with Turco coming and rushing him like that, where there was a, like a bit of a race for that loose puck, like just something goalies never do. Yeah. And it was, you know, for me, that's a memorable goal. So it may be, maybe it would have qualified. No, that, that's a good one, Marston. I think we probably watched the same video. I saw, I think literally the video was most memorable goals in Ottawa Senators history. I did so. no research, Pilsy. I did no research. Like oh, I said, okay. Well, no sense, sure. I'm not sure who who posted the video. Uh, apologies there. But yeah, the, the big thing on that one, Marston, is the second replay. Because everyone just thinks he flips it over Turco into the net. But he flips it over Turco, skates around him, and then while the puck is still in midair, he manages to tip it in. Otherwise, it goes wide. So that's yeah. one hell of a goal. A uh, final honorable mention uh, for for me. Well, no, I got two here. One is uh, the farthest back in history. I almost went with this for my last pick, the Sens' first goal. 
Neil, Neil Brady back in 92. We all know it. Come on. We, we remember that. Um, but I mean, first goal, it's obviously a big deal. And then I thought about really pandering recency bias and going with Claude Drew's thousandth point, but decided not to. Do no, that. no. If you're going Claude Drew, it's got to be the breakaway slap shot. Yeah, I, I thought about that as well. Yeah, Or the breakaway where Timmy goes back in. Like oh, the LA breakaway, yes. LA o- overtime game. But we're going to do the best most the best moments from this past season as like a turn the page into next year where if you guys keep watching these we'll keep doing them i think it could be a fun sunday thing during the season wake up sunday morning have a nice little ring of honor with your cup of coffee but i've got one last honorable mention and i really thought about taking this because it's the ultimate trump card kyle turris spoiling austin matthews four goal game yeah that is a good one that that was a that was I think every single Sens fan in the world breathed a collective sigh of relief at the exact same time. Like, it wasn't a celebration. It was just like, thank God they didn't win this game. Yeah. So, I think, oh, I've got one more, but this one I wouldn't, nobody would have taken it, but it is memorable. Clark MacArthur going between the legs on a two-on-one, passing to Turris for that goal. That was, I think it was against Minnesota, and they're wearing those black O jerseys. It was just filthy. I've got one more too. This is my last one. Right. Uh, Bobby Ryan versus LA where he danced the entire team, cut straight yeah. through the middle, like vintage Bobby Ryan. Definitely the nicest goal he scored as a senator. So Definitely. that one could have qualified too. On that note, there was another one where Bobby scored where he broke his stick and his celly just put both hands up in the air with half his stick in each hand. That yeah, was the, the, and everyone was doing the Star Wars gif. Uh, I, I'm Star Wars fans are going to hate me for this, but those little guys that are like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Those little guys. Jawas. What are they? Jawas. Jawas. Yeah, yeah. So good. So hilarious. Okay, well, let us know. Before we get to uh, to the end of the show, where we're going to discuss a new set of content. Martian Media is being unveiled. Um, any final thoughts, Pelzi, about that one? You feeling good? You think this could be your first win? Again, my top two picks, Elite, uh, especially being put in a uh, terrible position, as you guys always put me in picking third, but I'm used to it now. I battle adversity. It's not a big deal. Uh, First half of draft, Elite. Second half, I I really like those picks. Uh, I think other people will as well, especially the Dadanov one. Like, that's that's a – we went – and did content off that goal for an entire week, Ross. Like that was the gift that kept on giving. And uh, it was on, it was on family day as well. So everybody had the day off and everybody was watching like just, just beautiful, beautiful moment. Was, and then the shootout was, one. Great. I was producing the, uh, the game for Maple Leafs radio. And <laughs> five two. I think it was Nick Paul right before the end of the second period. He scored a shorthanded goal. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'll go over to FanDuel. I'll take a peek best decision i ever made and you could tell because people don't even pretend at tsn like they're all leaf fans like oh, they're, yeah. they're they're wearing blue and white every every night on shift and uh it was a very blue night at the end of the day for them <laughs> and the Sens, by the way were the worst team in the league at that point yeah that was, so bad that was february which was november of the shortened season yeah yeah for real all right martian media tee us up what are we what are we to expect well, yeah, boys. I mean, we're, we're expanding the content game. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to be, you know, creating a lot more different kinds of content um, as we go here. I think, I, you know, the name Martian Media is going to be something that, you know, we we try to basically bring everything into one channel where, you know, you're going to be seeing us do different video contents. Uh, we may eventually have a blog going up soon. 
Um, there's going to be, you know, you know, you guys will be contributing in, in different ways. Um, we're going to be putting together basically a, and some esports stuff. We're, we're going to be looking at dabbling into that as well. So um, kind of every different channel that you can think of to have the Sens covered, um, we're going to be on it and we're going to be um, pumping out as much uh, content for people as possible, some unique stuff. Um, I just had the privilege of playing around a golf with uh, two Tylers, Tyler Boucher and Tyler Clevin. Um, and the first video of me playing a hole against Tyler, uh, Tyler Boucher will be coming out later today. So uh, some really exciting stuff for us to be able to, uh, you know, try some new stuff and, and give Sens fans extra content. And you can click right there. Pillsy, give them a point because it'll be your side of the screen. Nope, right there. Yeah, click right there on YouTube and you will be able to go right over to that video. Hope you enjoyed episode five of the Ring of Honor. You can go check out the playlist on YouTube. So if you missed any of them, they're all easily attainable in one spot on YouTube. A reminder that you can also let us know in the comments any topic that you want discussed as a Ring of Honor ring of honor topic here as we go forward on locked on senators which isn't going anywhere but the more coverage the better and we've got way too many opinions to keep it to 30 minutes five days a week so stay tuned more coming from martian media make sure you're subscribed to that channel on youtube for today we say goodbye until next time on the ring of honor for brandon pillar and at Lalim's martian i'm ross levitan we'll talk to you Next time, this has been powered by the Locked On Senators podcast and Martian Media. It's your team every day.